0: this episode of tailgate talks is brought to you by blanca tune in live to interact with the hosts on wednesday nights six thirty central at www.twitch.tv backslash blanca og hope you enjoy the show
1: go let's go oh man all right so less coughing and hacking than last week hopefully um we are through the covid we we done did it we made it uh brooks has got a little bit of the cough but uh i i have finally gone on the other end of it uh none of us are really feeling that sick anymore so hopefully it should be good a little bit more energy on this episode not feeling as drugged down by the vid um so A little bit of a different, uh, if you're watching live, a little bit of a a different change to the pace here. Uh, We have a Iowa State game coming up tonight here in about an hour and 10 minutes. And so we're going to be doing a live recording of the tailgate first. So if you're listening on the podcast, this is the tailgate where we discuss what's going on in the rest of the sporting world. Uh, But uh, before we do go into this episode, make sure you do follow us on Spotify and iTunes. If it is on iTunes... Or Spotify, actually, now. Uh, make sure you give us that five-star rating. But on iTunes only, make sure you drop a good review below for us. Definitely helps us out in the long run. Uh, as far as uh, social media accounts, on Twitter, we're at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And if you swing by that YouTube channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button and the bell notification to be notified each time a new video is posted. As far as our personal accounts, Dustin, find him at DustinWimmer22. Brooks at Calvin B. Barrett and me at Blanca, where in the L is at 1. And lastly, if you have any sort of thoughts, questions, or anything you want to hear us discuss on the show, make sure you email us at the email, tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. So let's go ahead and, <clears throat> excuse me, I gotta, I gotta get get back into the swing of talking, I've uh, been kind of saving my voice a little bit here. Uh, let's go ahead and kick it right into the NFL, it's a little weird to do this first for me, but uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm a little off, I'm a little off on like the, the, the pacing <laughs> for like the first part of this, you know? Um, okay. So, NFL with Dustin, week 17 recap, we're going to be talking about the final week of the NFL regular season. This is uh, the Tailgate Talks NFL segment. Are you ready for the football? All right, Dustin, so uh, let's kick it off with one of our favorite segments.
2: Yes, as always, we start our NFL talk with our recap. Tom almost gave us a new time last week, but his comeback was at two minutes and 11 seconds, so just above that two-minute mark.
0: So, Damn it, Tom.
2: <laughs> but he made the comeback got the dub. So we still have a minute and 24 seconds for our time it takes Tom Brady to come back on your NFL team week 17 recap. So without further ado, Brooks, are you ready for your recap? Yeah.
0: Fuck it. Let's do it.
2: All right. <laughs> go ahead and give him a timer and a countdown and a 10 second warning when he's almost done. Got it.
1: All right. We're, are, we're set up. Let's go. Jamar
0: Chase down there somewhere. <laughs>
1: Just huck it up. All right. <clears throat> Going in three, two, one, go.
0: So Jamar Chase and the Cincinnati Bengals will be what I am talking about in this recap, as they had the probably the most important game of the weekend, where the most dominoes fell uh, from their victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. They won 34 to 31 in what was a pretty damn exciting game. Jamar Chase lit up fantasy Super Bowls all over the all over the world with 58 total points, going for over 200 yards, three touchdowns. Insane day. But the Bengals win, and it was a huge win. They clinched their division, clinched the playoff berth. Also, you know, like three or four teams got eliminated by that victory alone. It was a really fun game, and the Bengals, you got to be feeling really good. you got a young offensive uh, talent in Joe Burrow as your quarterback, a young, good wide-receiving core, Joe Mixon at the running back. And now you just kind of – Get to see what they do in the playoffs and then take that with you into next year where you hopefully get some pieces to add to that offensive line. That's where their weakness is. But ultimately, a very surprising season for a team that nobody thought would be in the playoffs. And they just won their division in what is a very competitive and deep division. So uh, pretty impressive season by the Bengals and topped it off with a huge win over the Kansas City Chiefs. And so, yeah, shout out to the Bengals.
2: Nice. Very good take there. Fun fact, Jamar Chase had more receiving yards than Pat Mahomes had passing yards that game. I saw that. <laughs> That's pretty wild.
0: That's pretty crazy. Yeah.
2: Uh, man. <laughs> yeah. They were definitely doing the throw it up. He'll get us out of the third and 27 or whatever that one play was. Awesome game to watch, though.
1: Um, that that, that right. video of Joe Burrow just dancing with the cigar was just my, mm-hmm. my fucking highlight of the week.
0: Yeah, Joe, Joe Burrow
1: always living his best life. Oh my god, so, isn't he? All right,
2: Harley, go ahead and reset that clock for yourself.
1: Oh uh, man! All right, so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. So, oh
2: boy, you got to come prepared for this segment.
1: Uh, yeah. You don't know who's gonna go first between you two? Hmm. I'll be ready. I'm gonna talk about. I guess. Uh, I guess we'll talk about the obvious here. <clears throat> all right. Going to go ahead and go in three, two, one, and go. So, I am uh, back into a state of what the fuck. And the only reason why I'm back into that state is because I didn't see this Cowboys-Cardinals game going this way. <laughs> um, Cowboys should have won that. Cardinals should have lost that. Uh, I mean... Let's be honest, Cowboys are firing on all cylinders, and Cardinals is the second half of the season, and Cliff is usually not the one to make, again, like we've talked about a million times over in the past, second half of the season adjustments. He's got his game plan, and uh, I think the talent on that team right now is outweighing the head coaching, to be honest with you. Um... I don't know what happened with the Cowboys 100% there. Uh they they weren't their their offense wasn't firing as good. I think uh Pollard got injured on this one as well, so that's kind of that's going to kind of hurt them a little bit here. Um but I think the it, this is just another week of like what the fuck happened here. That should have been Cardinals L and a Cowboys W. It's about all I've got uh, as a as a backup plan. <laughs> all right.
2: Good take there, I'm pretty sure Kyler Murray's undefeated in that building from high school to now. So, that true statement. Fine. I forgot about that old <laughs> fact toy, damn it! Yeah, all right, never lost in high school, never lost there, like mm. Oklahoma, or true whenever he was there, I guess. So, never lost as a starter there. Still Wouldn't here. reset me and give me a countdown and a 10 second warning, and I'll tell you my uh, recap.
1: All right, going in three, two, one.
2: Go. I'm going to wait till like the middle, like right over halfway to just quit this podcast, take my shirt off, and walk out and just quit this whole thing in honor of Antonio Brown. Okay. What Uh, a freaking clown show that is, especially leaving a million dollars on the table with five and a half quarters left. He could have easily hit those incentives he had. I don't know what was said, but. Sounds like Bruce Arians told them to get in the game, and he refused. And so Bruce told them, fine, just leave then. (laughs) Like, stay on the sidelines. And he was like, all right, I'm out. What a freaking clown show. He'll never play in the NFL again. What a waste of a career, pretty much. Because for a long time, he was a good three, four, five years, he was top three or best receiver in the league. And it has really fallen off in the last few years, Um, especially on a team that – The bucks that needs him right now to be a good receiver and a playmaker with their injuries um and how disrespectful to like that organization and bruce arians for keeping him around and tom brady who on two different teams pulled some strings to keep him around and let him live in his house and everything 10 seconds what a freaking clown show of a player and a person and a sunday exit
1: and time
0: yeah. But at least you got to go enjoy a, a Brooklyn Nets game courtside afterwards. Game. <laughs> if he didn't quit the game, he wouldn't have been able to say courtside at the Nets you game he would have been back in Tampa. You know? that, so. that's...
2: Yeah, he didn't even go back yet. So,
0: Seeing John Morant yeah. and Jarrett Culver dominate the Nets <laughs> or remain in the NFL, I don't know. You
1: know, make an extra million dollars, <laughs> you know, casually in the next And then season. play in
2: the playoffs. He had at least two more games left.
1: Oh, my Reden God. Fucking moron. So
2: Let's it's, move on to week 18. Let's yeah. not, I don't want to spend more time on that idiot.
1: Nah, we're good. <laughs>
2: um, let's move to week 18. A lot of playoff stuff is settled. There's very few spots left. We'll talk about playoff scenarios at the end of this. A um, couple, ca- couple NFC teams that actually made it. Cowboys versus Eagles starting Saturday night. I was our seven-point favorite for this game. Eagles have been one of the hottest teams in the second half of the season. Mm. And Michael Parsons came out today and is on the COVID list, so he is highly doubtful for the game. So that's a big factor in this game. Um, Brooks, what are your thoughts about this NFC East matchup?
0: Yeah, it's it'll be a fun little test right before we get into the playoffs for both of these teams. Uh, you know, the Cowboys have locked up that division. The Eagles have secured a playoff berth. So really for them, it's just kind of like a final tune-up. Cowboys, you're playing for seeding. Uh, same with Eagles here. But really, I'm just, you know, I think all eyes are on the Cowboys and, and how they look as we, you know, head into the playoffs here because they've been a team that some weeks looks dominant as hell. And then they're a team like last week who you are confused as to why they can't move the ball with all the weapons they have. Dak looks off again. Um, So there's just a lot of things with this offense that really don't make sense to me because they should be completely dominant every game. They should look like they did against the Washington football team a couple weeks ago, which got us all high and like, all right, let's go. And then they leave that kind of performance. Uh, And really, it was just a which coach is worse. And I think Mike, Mike McCarthy won that battle. Uh so didn't win the game but won the who's the worst coach battle. But I don't know. Um, you know, it's just get ready for the playoffs, figure out some things on offense. Can Kellamore figure it out, realize the talent he has around him and use it to his advantage. Um that's just kind of what I'm looking for here. If you're the Eagles, a win here is just a little icing on the cake right before you head into playoffs. Get your confidence going. All
2: right, what do you think, man?
1: Momentum. Good point. Let's be real. Uh, this game doesn't, doesn't mean a mean a fucking thing anymore. Um, uh, but but what it does mean is mo- momentum going into the playoffs. If you are are the team that can pull off the win here against a division rival, and and pull it off convincingly on the last week of the season, you've seen this a lot. Like whenever uh whenever those like Giants used to make those runs with Eli and stuff, they would always win the last two games of the year and ride that momentum. These Eagles did it the same thing. They ride that momentum through the playoffs. And so if they lose this game, divisional matchup, you're going into the playoffs on a, what, one, two-game losing streak. And I think that that's more, more more what's on the line here with this matchup. It, it has nothing to do with playoff implications, they're trying to keep people healthy because they are both locked into the playoffs. But you don't want to go in with no <laughs> momentum here. These Cowboys are whenever they have the momentum, best some, uh, top two uh, team in the NFL. But without it, uh, you know they they kind of fall back into their middle of the pack ways. Um, so I think that that's mostly most of the storyline here and what's on the line is just who's going to get the momentum r- going into the playoffs.
2: Yeah. And I mean, that, yeah, like you said, that works for both teams. And also the Cowboys lost Michael Gallup last week towards ACL on that touchdown catch. <clears throat> um, yeah. Cowboys need momentum, but they can also adjust their positioning that, that two, three, four spot. Still up and up for grabs with the Rams and bucks, you know, still having to play their games, their game up on those. And that will decide their matchup and yeah, you don't want the Eagles getting hot and you might have to run into them, you know, or you got to play the Cardinals again. So everybody yeah. else, like those wild card teams, are looking like they're getting hot, while the Bucks and Cowboys kind of stumbling towards the finish line here and into the playoffs.
1: But
2: without Michael Parsons, I kind of like the Eagles in this game.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, the, he's a big hype man.
2: All right, so let's talk a couple potential playoff bursts at stake here. So Steelers and Ravens. They have some slim chance of squeezing in here. Um, and they need some help from some other teams to get in. They need an Indy loss um, and a Chargers loss to get in. So they need a lot, a lot of help there. Um, I think Vegas and Chargers, that game is going to matter if Indy loses and then the other team gets a spot kind of deal. But Big Ben's last game last week went as perfect as it could have at home. Um, That was awesome. They weren't great, but they did all they needed to against the crappy Browns. (laughs) Um, Ravens are, like we said, hobbling out all year. Lamar has practiced a little bit, so he's probably going to play. So you got two, I don't know, decent teams that are playing, I guess, for pride more than less, I would think. So, Arlie, what do you think about this matchup?
1: Yeah, I mean – Both teams here, great organizations, well-run, good front offices. Uh, And so uh, I don't see either one of them just playing for pride on this one. I can definitely see this being a we-need-to-do-our-part kind of game to to make sure that if the rest of it does happen to go right and fall in our direction, we're in that position to be in the playoffs this season. Because all those players, they want that paycheck bonus of making the playoffs. They want that extra money. They need. They need to feed their families. Like, there. I don't see this go. Any either team here taking this lightly and saying that their season is done, because uh, that 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 bonus check for this is big time. So I expect a good effort and max effort from both teams here. Uh, Ravens are looking a little bit more solid, um, and Big Ben kind of seems a little bit more. Uh, what 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 would we call it? Nostalgic the last the last couple of weeks. Kind of thinking back on the good old days, kind of thing, and and so like
2: he set a record last game for like pass attempts or pass completions or attempts with less than 150 yards. Yeah, so that was kind of awesome. Like just rooting for him to throw it. Uh, I think I
0: saw, I think I saw a stat that Najee Harris was averaging more yards per rush than Big Ben was averaging yards per pass.
1: (laughs) Nice. Yeah, no, but, that, that's mostly my take on it. it is just these two teams, good organizations, prideful players on it. They're, they're going to do whatever they need to do in case their scenario happens to happen.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. These are two teams with two coaches who want to win every game. Mike Tomlin's never joking about winning, like mm-hmm. same with Harbaugh. They treat each game with the respect of the game. And so I expect both of these teams to come in. Of course, they hate each other, so that, you know, makes it even better. Uh, And there's a possible playoff spot on the line here. So, yeah, I expect both teams to go at it. And, you know, I don't really have a team that I trust more in this. Both teams are dealing with certain things on, you know, the Ravens can't stay healthy, and they're just trying to get to the end of the season here without, you know, losing their whole squad. And the Steelers, yeah, they're they're trying to enjoy these – last few games with Roethlisberger. So I expect this to be competitive. I expect both teams to go out there and fight and um, try to get this win and do what they have to and see if the dominoes fall in place, which I don't think will because the Colts have a layup against the Jaguars. But, you know, finish this season out on a high note. And, you know, if you're the Ravens, you can look back at this season as a season that could have been with all the injuries that you had to get through. Uh, And the Steelers, you can, you know, win and right off it, you know, have – Big Ben kind of right off into the sunset with a nice win over a hated rival in the Ravens and ending off his season with yet another above 500 season for the Pittsburgh Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin, uh, which is something that, you know, Mike Tomlin had, or has never been done for this long. So, um,
2: yeah, I I an exciting game. Of yeah. As they keep that streak going, Tomlin, Big Ben. I heard another thing, Big Ben – has never went into the last week of the season eliminated from the playoffs yet.
0: Oh, that's cool too. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you're if you're have a winning record for the most part, you're yeah, going to be in the fight. So,
2: yeah, I, I see this kind of like y'all to just explain like two good teams that care, but I feel like it's going to be competitive, but not a good football game. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, equal they're level, so it'll be a good competitive game at least, and maybe you get a shot at the end of it. We'll see. Um way more exciting game, NFC West, Rams and 49ers. Rams have already clinched the division title and one of those home playoff spots. They haven't clinched division? Oh, I guess they still I don't think
0: the so. <clears throat> yeah, if they lose and the Cardinals win. Um
2: Yeah, you're
0: right. Yeah, I think yeah, the Cardinals win them. the division. So. Yep.
2: so it's still up in the air a little bit. So both teams playing for something if the Rams Win, they clinch that division. Could still – nope, they don't get that one seed either way, but they get that too. Yeah. Uh, 49ers playing for a lot. They're getting hot. The defense is turned up, but if they win, they're in. They get that last playoff spot. Um, kick New Orleans out. They're the only other team fighting on that end. Um,
1: <clears throat>
2: yeah, so a lot to play for here. Uh, Arlie, how do you feel about this big matchup? 49ers getting hot. Rams – yeah, they won five straight, and I think they are figuring a lot more out. So, what do you think, man? I uh,
1: I think the Rams, uh, I mean, are are figuring it out a little bit on on how they need to win games. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They they kind of had a little bit of a dream phase to kick off the season, and you know Sean Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford were just really blowing it out, and then they realized, oh shit, this is the NFL. And no week is going to be easy. And, you know, that's where they tacked on these four losses. But the last five weeks, I mean, you got a couple of good teams there. Baltimore was a, was a hard fight. Minnesota, uh, even without uh, Kirk Cousins, is still, you know, a bit of a fight. And Arizona, obviously, beating them by seven. Big win there. Um, they're They're doing what they need to to kind of ride this into the playoffs. I still think that they're going to be... Dominant team here, dominant force going into the playoffs and definitely expect them in that in that championship game.
2: Yeah. Brooks, what do you think, man?
0: Well, I don't think we know the status of Garoppolo for this game. So I think that matters quite a bit for the 49ers because they're just not the same with Trey Lance. And, yeah. and you have to ride all your playoff hopes on a guy who's only started two games in his career versus Garoppolo, who's not the best quarterback by any means, but he gets the job done. He understands the offense and everything like that. So that's a huge uh, piece for them. Um, I don't know the status yet, but, you know, the Rams, I, I don't really know what to think about the Rams because, you know, Stafford was not good in that Ravens game. He threw three picks. He threw another pick six. He's thrown more pick sixes this season than I think golf threw in his entire time with the Rams. Um, so he, he's real hit or miss. And, and mm-hmm. so maybe he was kind of the guy that we thought in Detroit. <laughs> because he's been kind of brutal for them at times. kind of
2: like and, that, that Kevin loves uh, like always behind and only guy on the team. So he's got to put up all those stats.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe he kind of is that guy because when he makes mistakes, they aren't just bad mistakes. They end up in points for the other team. And so he's got some things that he really needs to figure out here as they head into the playoffs. Cause You know, if he's hitting and he's clicking with his receivers, then, yeah, I think they are definitely the team that Arlie's talking about that you expect to see in the championship game. But if he's not that Stafford and he's, you know, making dumb mistakes, throwing pick sixes, making all these terrible mistakes that he's been, I think the Rams definitely have a lot of questions as they head into the playoffs. And so Mm -hmm. they're another team that I think can shape things up uh, and, and kind of feel confident and get that momentum on their side as they head into the playoffs and and get some confidence restored in Stafford and and what this offense is doing. I think their defense is, you know, going to keep them in games. It's just whether Stafford is that quarterback or not that can go out there and win you a game when you have to.
2: Yeah, right on with all that because Stafford's been very inconsistent. But arguments I heard for him is that when it does come down to crunch time in the fourth quarter, he gets it done. Yeah. He is a guy that can get it done. There's not a ton of guys in the NFL that you would put in that category that come fourth quarter, can he keep it together or keep you ahead or get you come back? And he's one of those yeah. like 17 ish guys that can do that. And you just throw it to
0: Cooper the, Cup. He's always open. He's always and open. He's got,
2: he's got Odell scoring tons of touchdowns now. I think he scored more touchdowns already than he did in <laughs> Cleveland, Cleveland in like a year and a half or whatever he played up there. Uh, and Vaughn Miller's really starting to get going on defense. and I liked their defense a lot last year, and so now they had Von Miller. I like them even more. They're fun. Um, I, this is probably going to be mm-hmm. like a slugfest-type game because that division's always super competitive with each other.
0: Yeah.
2: 49ers <laughs> always give the Rams a hard-fought game. Like well, they
0: beat the shit out game. of them. Last time they played,
2: they beat they the shit out of them. Time. So... It, it's a very toss-up kind of game. Yeah, I think. Um, I think five points is kind of a lot to favor the Rams. To be honest,
0: I think it's because of the Garoppolo and Trey Lance thing. I like that it. if if Garoppolo was the known as a starter, that line's probably going to go down. But but we are not sure on that yet. So
1: yeah,
2: still that. All right, last game we're going to talk about. Not a ton of great games this week. A lot of. We're back to the bunch of crappy matchups. A lot of the scheduling didn't go as we wanted to, but we had a lot of good games the last couple weeks. So thankful for that. Chargers Raiders is a good game. Raiders been hanging around. These teams are still fighting for a playoff spot. This is going to be our shot bet this week. Chargers are very hit or miss. They've still been charging all year. <laughs> Um, this will be the last game of the night. So good thing for them, they'll know the result of other games, mostly the Indy game. If Jacksonville can upset Indy, they'll know the result of that game and can play it out how they want to. We'll talk about that scenario in just a minute. But Vegas has kept it together. Chargers, you don't know which team you're going to get each week. So, Arlie, you love to talk how the Chargers are charging. which team we're going to get this week.
1: Oh, I want to <laughs> say we're going to get the good Chargers on this one because I, I, I like, <laughs> cuz I like I like I like Justin Herbert. I really do. I think he's a fun quarterback. He's good for the league and 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 I oh, I, for I, sure. I I like watching them do well. So, I hope we get the good Chargers and I, I I don't really care if we get the bad bad Raiders. Like like they're not as fun for me to watch in the playoffs. Like Derek Carr, he's, he's mm-hmm. Been mm-hmm. kind of consistently medium, and we'll have not flashy, but
2: they're solid.
1: Yeah, they're solid, right, right, right. But I mean, I'm talking like from an entertainment standpoint, like because I mean, in all honesty, don't give two shits of how either of these teams perform in the playoffs right now, because they're what at 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 the very best, at the best peak, a second round exit. Yeah, and so like that, and so that's the reality of both of these teams is they're going to be either out in the wild card or out in the second week. And so there's no like long-term playoff implications of them making it in. So if I'm gonna try and pick a side here, I'm gonna ride with Justin Herbert and and and, yeah. ho- and, and hope that they make it in because they're they're a more entertaining team. They got more uh, they got a yeah. little bit more flashiness to them. And uh, Raiders just kind of bore me a little bit to be honest.
2: Oh yeah, I mean they're basically the same teams, but the Raiders are just more mediocre and solid. And yeah, Chargers are a flash in the pan type of.
1: Oh yeah, well, what team is it? Today. You're either, you're either first or you're last.
2: But, yeah, they're not either. They're both, like, how their records are looking. It's oh, yeah. above 500. They're not great. Yep. So, Brooks, how are you thinking, then?
0: Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. Um, what team has a higher ceiling? That's the Chargers for sure, for sure because you can catch Justin Herbert on one of those days, and they can beat just about anybody. Um, I think they win this game. I'm going to take them in the shot bet over the Raiders – And it's been a season from hell for the Raiders, you know, and so just kind of kudos to them for fighting through and still having a chance this late in the season, a team lost a coach. We all know about the Henry Ruggs situation, just like over and over. They just got punched in the face by things that kind of, You uh, you know, you can't really control. And so, you know, impressed by them winning some of these games. Nobody thought they had a chance against the Colts. They go out and do it. So for them to be in this spot is cool, but I think it ends here. I think the Chargers put together the performance that they need to with Herbert um, at the helm. And, you know, it's important for them to get him into the playoffs and try to get some of these playoff reps while he's young.
2: That's a good point and something to aim for, I guess you could say. They also just kind of need to do it to get that monkey off their back of being the chargers like yeah this would be a chargers charging type game from the last 15 or 20 years whatever yeah. you want to put it as you know you have a good possibility to make the playoffs and you're just going to crap it away in probably a great fashion in the fourth quarter as well yeah. <laughs> so that can they just be a regular good team and handle this game or not you know um so brooks you're taking the chargers with that three points right
0: yeah i'm gonna I'm gonna take the chargers okay. I feel like it's a safe bet there
2: <laughs> um, let's see this one's kind of tough I, I didn't get your prediction for this one uh, Chargers uh, are a three point favorite and this is our shot bet
1: so uh, hard to hard to pick I, i'm I'm gonna ride with the chargers on this one I think
2: okay
1: I think I think that they, they that'd be probably the most charger thing they can do is to make it into the playoffs and make you think that they're gonna be good there and then just lose in the first round.
2: Yeah, honestly, that'd be good for the Chargers, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the Chargers thing to do would be to lose this game and let the Raiders get in and get their ass kicked the first week. <laughs> um, I kind of want to take the Raiders, but I think their they're kind of magical season just kind of runs out, and they're kind of out of luck pretty much. Um, so I think I'm going to take the Chargers as well and put all three of us on that boat. Um, and hopefully it does sink. <laughs> uh, anything else about games this week or y'all only to get into playoff scenarios? Not many, just a few.
0: Yeah, I think playoff scenarios will kind of cover maybe some of the other games going yeah. on.
2: So we'll stay in that AFC with what the Chargers need. So the Colts, there's two spots up in the AFC. Uh, Colts can get one of those with the win. They play the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's a great possibility to win that game. Um <laughs> You would think. I mean, the Jags have won some of the dumbest games this year, though. You know,
1: um, also so, true.
2: They beat, they beat. I think the Chargers. They beat the Bills. So who knows what you're gonna get there? Um, and the Jags have not clinched the first uh, overall pick just yet, so they have something to
1: play for. They got. They they still got time to <laughs> fuck that up. All right, guys.
2: Got a
0: reason to lose. They,
1: they got. They got. A <laughs> uh... reason, they got a reason to mess that up. You mean?
2: And then, so the Chargers can get in if they win their game and get that second spot. The Raiders, if they win, they get in also. Um, there's some indie losses. You could get the scenario that the Chargers-Raiders could just tie. At and, both yeah. they at and both get in. yeah. And both get in. Or if one of them wins – let me get to my standings real quick. That'll help me. One of them gets it. Colts lose. Say Chargers win. The Steelers can still get in. Or Ravens, I think, from there.
1: It's so far. <laughs> so,
2: fucked. that's – the Steelers-Ravens one is very, very highly unlikely. But it's it's still there. You never know. And especially how this season's gone. Yeah. We might get Big Ben back in the playoffs. Who knows? <laughs> Colts Again, lose,
0: Chargers lose.
2: Uh, <laughs> that, that's the scenario they need to happen to make that game matter.
0: Then the uh, Raiders be, and Steelers. Oh. It's
2: really interesting <laughs> to see what happens if the Colts lose what the Raiders Chargers do in their game. Yeah. Because <clears throat> especially now, if, you know, analytics. gentlemen's agreement. The <laughs> both teams can make the playoffs basically without playing their, their game. Yeah. They just
0: yeah, we're going to we're going to win this game. We're, we're going to tie this game out. Zero, zero,
2: football it, run it up the middle, punt, no one scores, zero, zero, tie. We're both in. Stay healthy. But it's a pretty wild scenario. Yeah. To see if, I hope it kind of plays out just so we can see what the teams do. Just chaos. Yeah. You know, because if you don't do that and you lose that game, well, you're out.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: It sucks. So, uh, NFC way more clear. 49, there's only one spot open um, in the wild card. If 49ers win, they're in. If they lose and the Saints win, they're in. So, That's it. Pretty much all that can happen there. Saints lose their game, 49ers are in. Anyways, everybody else is out. Done on the NFC side. They made it pretty easy. Brooks' favorite muddy up AFC is still muddy with less teams in the mud.
0: Well, it, it's still pretty muddy because the, there's like four different teams who can end up with the one seed this week. So there are, while they're not like good games, yeah. like Colts-Jags so or Titans-Texans, it, it's still a lot yeah. to play for.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, let me read that off of who can shift some seeding around. In the AFC, the Bills can clinch the AFC East with the win. Luckily, they played the Jets, so pretty likely. Um, Bengals can still get the one seed. You know they're right there behind Tennessee. So Tennessee, the Chiefs are at eleven and five. Bengals, Bills, Patriots are all at ten and six. Patriots can't get there, I don't think. Um,
0: they can if Buffalo, so Kansas City, and Buffalo Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, they City need
2: everybody lose. to lose. So yeah, it would be unlikely.
0: <laughs> There's a um, shot though.
2: Chiefs can get it if they get a win and Tennessee loses. So Titans have it in their hands. They win it, um, which they they need it the most. They have had the most people go on IR this year, the most people on injury reports this year. Um, I think mean, they've also called up the most people. Like, they've interchanged their roster spots the most this year. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that they're still the one seed right now and have it, have it in their hands is pretty awesome. And they need that week off to get everybody else healthy and Derrick Henry back. Yep. Because if they got to play next week in a wild card game – it's it's up in the air if they can win that,
1: Yeah. especially if you're yeah,
2: playing, yeah. you know, Chargers are a team that could beat them. You know, Chargers are probably the likely Chargers or Colts is where they're going to fall. Those are both pretty hard matchups, you know, especially if you don't have Derrick Henry back. But yep. you get next week off, you don't have a game for two weeks, you can get Derrick Henry back, and now he's going to plow through the playoffs with fresh legs. That would be the ideal scenario for them. I can't believe that. NFC, it. Packers already clinched the one seed. They're good to go. Cowboys-Bucks clinched the division. Not much shifting around there.
1: Nope. Um,
2: in that side could get a rematch of Cowboys-Cardinals again next week. That's kind of just what I'm looking for. Yeah. Anything else playoff scenario-wise you want to see or don't want to see?
1: I'd, I'd like a little bit of chaos here. Let's be you real. We want
2: chaos. We need the Colts to lose.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think I think that's the main thing is is the Colts losing because that's like five teams that are all betting on that right now. Yeah. So like I hope that they lose because their their game is a noon game, so we can see some chaos kind of early here.
0: Yeah, the the Chiefs Bengals like I mentioned kind of ruined some of the chaos because once the Bengals locked up that division, that knocked out the Browns, the Dolphins, the Broncos. Like four like four teams got knocked out. If the Bengals would have lost that game, we would about had about seven or eight different playoff scenarios coming into this week. But
2: yeah, Ugh. I was glad to watch the Browns suck it up against the Steelers on Monday Night at Football, and I always love watching Baker suck. Yeah, they get eliminated. You know, Baker's going into this next season as a free agent, going to surgery,
0: opted out of his last game. Huh? Who would do that? Who man. would opt out of games? <laughs>
2: And his like left shoulder is jacked up so much he has to get surgery. But still, in the fourth quarter, when they're getting blown out.
0: I'm still he's, playing.
2: He's trying to lower that shoulder to get two more yards when he's already on the sideline. He's an idiot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a little
2: bit. Uh, let's get to the fun stuff. The underdog picks. Let's the, go. We might do some playoff underdog picks. Who knows? We'll figure something out for next week. Um, Yeah, we
0: got some work to do on that.
2: (laughs) So this is our last regular season week. Last week, we had two of us that basically didn't have to do anything. Arlie had a bye week, but he picked the Steelers as his uh, placement. He won that pretty easy, so he'll get the first pick this week. Brooks received the automatic loss from the wheel. Um, He picked the Cardinals five and a half. Oh, so, Brooks, you get the loser's wheel this weekend, All right?
0: The Cardinals won.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, would. you had
2: an automatic loss from the wheel.
0: No, no, the automatic
2: loss. Oh, yeah, I do have to. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So I'm on the loser's yeah. wheel. That is great. But yeah.
1: Is
2: hey. But, yeah, he had a better better loss than I did. I had go. a better <laughs> loss. Yeah, he had a better <laughs> loss than he did the second. I had the Big Cats parlay and <clears> the first <throat> leg of that forward 14, and they didn't win. So it was gone before it even took out. Took off the ground, so that was disappointing. <laughs> um, so Arlie will just get a regular pick, so no wheel for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Just a regular three and a half pick. Lots on the board, and then we'll go Brooks on the losers' wheel. Dust on the
0: wheel. One game ineligible this week, and it's our shot bet. So
2: that's kind of fun. Can't double up this time. No big board, big board, big numbers. Arlie, whenever you are ready.
1: Ooh, Ooh the so I gotta <laughs> I gotta pick something here.
2: Show sure do.
1: Um let's see. So I gotta pick an underdog. You know what? Let, let's uh let's ride this little 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 Bengals team out. Woo Bengals. We got bangles. No Burrow. No Mixon. Nah. Bengals but... are sitting a couple guys. They're sitting a couple guys, but what's Cleveland fighting for? Yeah, yeah, true.
2: They were pretty much sitting Nick Chubb during the game for no reason. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> Chase
2: Kim's fighting for that next
0: backup contract. You know? <laughs> <laughs> fair. Fair so, point. Fair point.
1: I don't hate that pick. Though. I
0: don't hate but, that pick because it leaves other options. <laughs>
1: yeah, for sure. So give Brooks a wheel. All right, all right. Got the loser's wheel pulled up. Uh, here, let, me, let me change the... Change the thing. Share
0: that screen. Yeah. Let's see. Come on, I got to end the season off on a decent note here. <laughs> I'm going to get like the worst.
1: Okay, sharing screen. There you are. Move this over here. All right. Should be able to hear audio. Um, yep. Going in three, two, one.
0: Come on.
1: Ooh, all right. Hey, <laughs> right. anyway, oh. what i planned on anyway all I'll right actually
0: look good. at the games that closely so looking here to start there's a lot of big spreads big. this big week
2: a
1: lot
0: of big numbers um and i think Because it really doesn't matter because I'm not going to, I don't know how we're going to incorporate this. If we're going to keep incorporating the will somehow as we go into playoffs, we're going to do something different in the playoffs. It's really just the last bit of it. Um, I'm going to go with the highest number on there, which is that 16 point spread (laughs) that the Jets have. Wow. Because they competed last week against the. Uh, Tampa point. Bay Buccaneers, uh, they're trying to get Zach Wilson some reps, make sure he's the quarterback of the future. The Bills, while they've like been all right, they just haven't been a dominant team this year. <clears throat> and so I feel like this is a game that'll be probably one handedly by the Bills. And once they're c- up comfortably, they'll probably try to sit Josh Allen, which maybe gives the Jets a chance to backdoor cover that or whatever. But. As for, like, a lot of the other spreads this week, there's just, like, not a lot of teams that I want to put money on
2: yeah, would want to put a yeah. – Who's playing and who's out and Who who cares? Who's Who cares?
0: Yeah. What teams have the most to play for, what don't, the Bills? I mean, all they got to do is just win this game. It doesn't matter about how much to them, so.
2: they're still playing hard, though. I like that,
0: too. Yeah. All right. Still playing for pride. <laughs>
2: All right, go ahead and give me uh, a wheel, loser's let's wheel.
1: Let's see what we get. All right, going on the loser's wheel for Dustin. And three, two, one, go. I like that it has a little sound effect. It adds to the mystery. Oh,
2: and I'm gonna get a yeah. rare
1: pick two. Yeah. Very anticlimactic last, last week. <laughs> yes, it was. Last week of things. All right. Full screen, real quick.
2: All right, back to my board. All right, see, so, yeah, I like Brooks. I like quite a bit of the board, but who's who's there to play for what? They can cover their spread? I no, Obviously, I don't like Denver. Definitely not going with the Lions. Yeah, <laughs> Look, that's a close spread, even though the when the Packers say they're going to play their starters to begin with.
0: Like, I don't think they're playing Aaron Rodgers at all.
2: Probably not, but they're playing the rest of the guys at least a quarter or so. I don't know. We'll see. They're not going to play injured guys, but I still think that's way too close. Jags are a big number, (laughs) but no.
0: But do you trust Carson Wentz?
2: (laughs) I trust him way more than anybody on the Jags.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: (laughs) Anybody. (laughs) I trust Um,
0: Jonathan Taylor. That's who I trust. (laughs)
2: I'm, I'm Between that 49ers, five points with the Rams, or the Eagles, seven points with the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Especially with Michael Parsons out, Eagles know what they do. They run the ball. They're playing for something. They want momentum. 49ers got a lot to play for, though. I think I'll take the Eagles and the seven. All right. Basically, because of Brooks's (coughs) discussion earlier, we know who's playing quarterback for the Eagles, and Jalen Hurts is better than either Garoppolo or Trey Lance. Yep, so I like that better for myself and that team in that matchup. So I will go Eagles plus seven versus Cowboys. Brooks went Jets. Plus 16 versus the Bills.
0: It's a lot of points.
2: <laughs> a lot of points.
1: A lot so, of points. Such a big
0: spread.
2: Bengals plus six versus the Browns. We all had regular picks. But that was kind of fun. Kind of not. Whatever you want to feel. There.
0: <laughs> what we'll do? Um, if you lose, you you owe a shot. It's another shot or something, um, for your punishment since we won't have a will for next week unless we figure out a playoff will or something. Ooh, uh, yeah, that,
2: we'll, work, we'll workshop it. That's, <clears> good, uh, that's an option. I think we can yeah. work out a... Uh,
0: Might be a smaller will, but we can have wheel. like, yeah, you know, some playoff options. So,
2: There's our picks. I like it. We all three took the Chargers for the uh, shot bet. <laughs> and then... So let's move from NFL to college, right? Yeah. You just jump right into that?
1: Yeah, yeah, I get it.
2: Obviously, we got good playoff games last week. Georgia blew out Michigan to advance. Alabama handled Cincinnati like we kind of expected. So, college football playoff committee got what they wanted in a rematch of Georgia versus Alabama. Playing a national championship next Monday. Georgia's favored by three points in this game. Alabama's going in as the one seed um, technically, but What are our thoughts here on this game, boys? Brooks, go ahead and start us off, man.
0: I'm so excited for another Alabama national championship. Uh,
2: Nick Saban's 10th one at Alabama.
0: It's so predictable nowadays. And I get it. Like, Mm. expand or whatever, it's still probably going to be these teams. But
2: if you expand, like I heard earlier today, you're not going to get anybody outside the top four.
0: No. That wins this game. No, but, I, you know, there are people that make the good point that, hey, if more if people know that they have better chance of getting in, that maybe creates more parity around the league. Like you don't have to just go to Alabama or, or Georgia yeah. or Clemson to win a national championship. You can go to another team and you have a shot at it. You know, and that's what since he getting into the playoff kind of gave is like, hey, there's hope for all these other teams out there. But, you know, ultimately, it's in a kind of a boring matchup for me. I You know, we've already seen it. Um, I could care less about the SEC could care less about Alabama could care less about Georgia. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think I kind of am there with most of the college football fan base is like, you know, yippee, you know, we got another,
2: <laughs> you
0: know, we got a college national championship game. I'll watch it just to see what happens. But, you know, <laughs> if, am I excited about it? No, not
2: at all.
1: Are you excited at all? uh i'm excited to see the rematch i'm always i'm always curious to see how this will play i mean you know we will be able to tell kind of early on i think um how this is going to shape up um realistically uh this is bamas to lose they they they've just kind of had a grip over this matchup and what what saban has like this like crazy record against his his uh his formers or whatever his his former yeah. uh assistants Oh yeah, of like twenty six and one, I think, or something stupid, right? And so I don't don't expect that to to not continue here. Um, So no, this is Bama's games to lose, but I think it's going to be good. Uh, But it's a little annoying to just have an all SEC matchup. But the truth and the fact of the matter is, is we do have the two best teams in the nation, and yeah, they got that right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like there, there is no, no. no doubt about that. Michigan, I really thought was going to put up a bigger fight. I, they, they looked really good, and I think if they, if that game would have been like right after the uh, Iowa game that they won, the the Big Ten championship, I think this may have been a little bit different, maybe. But uh, but <laughs> the that Georgia team just looked so dominant. There was, there was no chance for Michigan in that matchup.
2: Sorry, you said you're taking Alabama in this game. Yes, sir. Brooks, what about you?
0: I'm still debating in my mind. I'm curious yeah. where Dustin's going.
2: I mean, like already said, we definitely got the two best teams. I think this is by far Georgia's best team, and this is one of Alabama's not best teams, which is crazy to say how high they've raised their their own standard that we think the Hamilton yeah. kind of sucks. True. <laughs> and they're literally, they're the, still like best team in the country, at least. <laughs> Um, I can't believe Georgia's the favorite by that
1: much. That's weird. That's a little weird. That's the kind of baffling part to me. Where are they playing? Is it in Atlanta? Atlanta I don't know. Netflix, I don't no, know Lucas Oil. It. They're playing in. in oh Indiana, yeah, in Indy. Indy. Yeah, or Indianapolis. In the Indianapolis. Yeah, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
2: Um, and it kind of is scary that Bama's best two games have been their the last two weeks, the last two games. One of them was against Georgia, and they blew them out pretty well or handled them pretty well in the SEC game. They also have the best quarterback in this game. Georgia's not, they don't have a great quarterback, they have a good enough quarterback. I want to take the underdog just for fun, but man. When I say underdog, I'm thinking Georgia
1: should be the underdog. No, it's not the underdog in this one though. That's fact, weird.
2: Technically, with the points. That's not the case. And that's what's messing with me. Yep. <laughs> I don't think Bama's is the underdog in this. I'll secret.
0: do it. I'm going Georgia because I don't want to see Alabama win it. So yeah. I'm just doing it out of like hope, and that hasn't done well for me. But it will fuck <laughs> it. I'm gonna go Georgia.
2: All right, I got you down. I'm just going to go – I just can't get off that Georgia has that minus three beside their name and not Bama, and that's why I'm going to take Bama because you're already giving them points. I mean, it should be more of a toss-up game. And they yeah. have the better quarter- quarterbacks. I
1: guess it, – has it has it dropped to two and a half? I don't know why it's saying that on ESPN. Uh,
0: ESPN uses – uh. Caesars. Everybody oh, okay. has different lines we're oh. using DraftKings.
1: Gotcha. So,
2: <clears throat> Brooks taking the hopeful upset in Georgia, but I also kind of want to see me and Arlie going with Roll Tide and Bama. We'll cover that three and win probably, most likely.
1: I hate myself um, for it.
2: So that's all our shot bets, our underdog picks, all the football talk. I'll kick it back over to Arlie
1: to... Uh, yeah, yeah. Pass the ball around to Brooks. And pun intended there. Now that was a uh, this is gonna be a good matchup. Definitely excited for it. Uh always gonna watch this uh this game every year, even though it's Bama half the time. But uh no. Uh so we are gonna kinda move this along. We got a game coming up in about fifteen minutes, us. So let's go ahead and kick this over for Brooks to talk a little bit about the NBA. <laughs> All right, Brooks. Uh what's going on in the NBA? Fill us in. What's happening for the NBA shotgun?
0: Yeah, so the NBA this week, we have a couple key players that are returning. One in part-time style, and that is yeah. Kyrie Kyrie Irving on Dustin's Nets is returning. Hey, Tonight, actually, so if you're listening to this on Wednesday or on Friday, he returned on Wednesday, but he is playing in part-time capacity for the Nets. He cannot play home games still due to the vaccine mandate, but they reluctantly decided to let him play due to all the COVID issues going on around the league. If you're paying attention to any sports, you know this by now. And so he is back tonight. Uh, Any expectations on his return, Dustin? Dustin?
2: I think that's a huge boost for the nets. I mean, he's missed half the season pretty much, but they're still very high up in, uh, in that Eastern conference, but they need just some help, even though if he can play half the games, not even half the games that are remaining to me, a huge boost off the bench. I mean, off the COVID list, whatever you want to call it off the, the road list. <laughs> um, yeah, a good name, for Mills 20 points. but uh the boost he gives you. I mean, he's a all star type point guard, can score however he wants. Definitely helps. Booster. He's a booster. He's, he's a booster, booster
0: shot for this.
2: He's a huge booster shot. <laughs> so, I mean, especially adding that to a top three team in the yeah. league, and especially the Eastern Conference, huge boost. I mean you probably weren't going to lose a ton of games anyways, but this also helps you manage those minutes that Harden and Durant were playing that were very high.
0: Yeah. Arlie, any parting thoughts on the
1: return of Kyrie? Uh, I I can't stand it. (laughs) Uh, I'll be honest with you. I can't stand it. Uh, This, this dude's kind of a little bit of like an AB type of sideshow clown right now. Yeah. And, and I just can't stand it. I, I I wish that they would not even do this partial thing. I get that they're trying to kind of make sure that they put themselves. Yeah, they really backtracked on their word of like, we're not going to play him. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, we're going to play him. Like, like it, it's so fucking annoying. And I'll, I just want to see him just cut from the league yeah. until he goes and gets his fucking vaccine. Like, sorry, that's, if you disagree with it, that's fine. Forfeit your yeah. paycheck and, and and don't go play in the league. Uh, everybody else is having to deal with these <clears> restrictions <throat> and rules and fine. Do your thing. But you don't get to play in the NBA. Like, it should be just that fucking simple. And he's going to be over here, this little flatter fuck, and like, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. I don't think he deserves this shot right now. And even though he is a NBA all-star talent, I just don't care to see him on this court anymore.
2: I don't yeah, mind it's... the backtracking on what they started with just because, you know, situations change.
0: Yeah, situations change, but it no, is he, weird he, that while COVID is just destroying the league, there let's like let's welcome back an unvaccinated player because this is going to go well.
2: They've uh, they've pretty much done that with all these other guys. I mean, I don't yeah, vaccination I mean, status, but he's just basically another one of these, you know, Matt McClung, Matt Mooney guys that are just bringing in for temporary help.
0: Yeah, he yeah, is. yeah. But so Kyrie's back playing tonight. Against the Pacers with the Nets, so um, so w- you'll see him as a part-time employee in the NBA upcoming. The other return, probably the bigger return and the more anticipated return, is that of Clay Thompson, and uh, he is projected to return to the Warriors lineup on Sunday after being out since the twenty nineteen twenty nineteen Finals when he, uh, the Warriors lost to the. Kawhi Leonard Raptors. So it has been a very long time since Clay has been in the NBA, one of the best shooters ever in the NBA and a team that is doing way, way better than expected. They expected to be a playoff contending team, but they are sit atop the Western conference right now and sit atop the NBA with the best record so far. And now they get to welcome back one of their deadliest weapons from outside Arlie. Your thoughts on what the Warriors get to do, add as a luxury to what's already been a pretty damn good team so far this season?
1: Uh, my the exact opposite feeling. Fucking love this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I think this is the weirdest thing for me because uh, you know you, you grow up you know a, a fan of the West, right? Uh, you know Dustin. I'm pretty sure you grew up you know a fan of the Mavericks. I grew up a fan of the of the uh, of the the Rockets here. And so and like, you know, you you it, you you should normally hate seeing another team out of the West doing good and doing better. But these guys kinda have that like kind of Ken Griffey Jr. style of like being a damn good face of the league, face of what it is to be yeah. a professional. <laughs> and so I'm like I should hate that that the Golden State Warriors are are, are gonna be getting better here. Um, but I don't because they, they just do everything humble, they do everything right for the most part. Uh you, you, you know, you, you still got one little mouthy fuck in there, but uh but outside of outside of outside of him, like you 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 just yeah. you <laughs> like Clay, you like Steph and I'm excited to see this potential. I don't know how it's going to go with him meshing in because I know
0: uh it'll oh, be is, easy.
1: Yeah. I
2: ain't worried about
0: that. <laughs> it'll be easy. He's he's yeah he's super prepared for that steve kurt like he knows that system dustin uh yeah. you get your thoughts here on on clay's return and kind of what it means for the warriors and what it means for clay because this has been quite the uh long two years for him
2: yeah it's great for clay it's also great for steph who's been carrying that franchise on his back the last two years with not much else like help wise just because they've been injury depleted um they also got their big man back recently or coming out soon. Um, Wiseman. Wiseman
0: is on the return as well, yeah.
2: So They're getting two starters back <laughs> in the next few weeks. Um, this kind of reminds me of their their dynasty type teams when they were super deep with some young talent. Uh, that yeah. Can play defense and score, you know. And so this is, they just reloaded and now you plug in the second yep. best shooter in the league on, on the other wing and big man that can do whatever they need him to do. Um, it almost seems unfair, but the, that we're seeing when yeah. they're hitting it all cylinders is so fun to watch. So I'm very excited for that to happen and give us a boost for this second half of the season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely a gift that they get to have him back big to game. a team that's already been amazing. And you know, that helped them not have to rush his return, make sure he's good, make sure he's a hundred percent, and ready to go. So, Warriors only going to get better from here. Uh, and last thing I'll mention, and, and we're kind of getting low on time here. So, I'll just mm-hmm. run it back real quick. The Lakers suck, but <laughs> LeBron James is still magnificent. Cool. In, you know, age 37, year 19. He last, you know, eight games, he's averaging over 30 points a game. Uh, just putting up ridiculous numbers at that age you know, in your prime, it's good to put up those numbers, but he's doing it on 19 years and 37 years of age. Just absolutely crazy what he's been able to do. He keeps them competitive in games. And while they're not any good, it's still just kind of a reminder, appreciate, you know, appreciate what we have left of LeBron. I don't think this team is going to be a title contending team or anything like that. But put aside the MJ-LeBron debate for a little bit sometimes. It's exhausting. You don't got to fucking do it all goddamn time. Just appreciate getting to watch somebody play at this level for as long as he's been doing it. Like we get Tom Brady in the NFL right now. We got LeBron James right now in basketball doing something that nobody else has seen of somebody competing at this level at this age with this much mileage on him um it, it's pretty ridiculous so just enjoy it for what it is and congratulations to Russell Westbrook on having his first turnover free game since 2016 and what? with that
2: yes no, his what? first
0: turnover free <laughs> game since 2016 congratulations i, don't,
2: I still don't believe it Best russell
0: sad. westbrook and with that i will pass it back to Arlie. we'll All catch right. up on some nba stuff next week
1: Let's uh let's let's finish this up with some shot bets. Best that ever.
0: We're good, streaky! All
1: right, so let's finish up this episode here. We got the shot bets to deal with here. First shot bet was Georgia versus Michigan in the college football playoff, Georgia dominated Michigan, giving uh, giving Dustin the shot back victory, and me and Brooks, the L there. Uh, definitely saw that game going a different way here. Definitely at least thought it was going to be competitive, but it's going to happen. Uh, second shot bet of last week was Cardinals versus the Cowboys. We all took the Cowboys. And, yes. uh, you know, you would think, uh, uh, I mean, I kind of said that in my recap segment, but you would think that this should have been Kind of, kind of an easy shoe-in. You know, second half of the season with Cliff, and, you know, the Cowboys were looking really good going into this game. And, uh, unfortunately, Cardinals just take up the win and giving us all the loss. Uh, this week's shot bets, we do have Georgia versus Alabama. Cheers, Brooks. Uh, in, the, uh, in the national title game, uh, me and, I believe, me and Dustin taking Alabama on this one. And, Brooks rolling with uh the dogs on this one so should be a good matchup but i got that feeling that this is just going to be just another another little saving trophy uh second shopping that we have for this week is chargers versus the raiders um i kind of i'm kind of missing on y'all's thing did we sweep this one with the chargers right yeah yeah yep Yep. so clean sweep on the chargers here all three of us taking the chargers none of us having any sort of faith in the raiders on this one so that uh, kind of adds to our total shot bet counts here. Uh, Brooks is down to one again. Uh, Dustin at one. Me at a whopping 20. Uh, so I had plenty of shots over freaking the, the New Year's and still just didn't, I don't know, didn't take any, any picture. I know. I know. So uh, anybody else out there wanted to pay over the, pay off a of shot debt, make sure to do so at this time. But that does wrap up the episode here. Uh, Dustin, any kind of final shot shot you want to take? We still got four minutes and plenty of time here to wrap this up.
2: No, I didn't have anything besides that. I was just wanted to a lot of football to cover in playoff time, and yes, screw Antonio Brown and screw Amon Ra St. Brown because that's how my fantasy championship turned. So that's all. I had.
1: Brooks, how's your fantasy championship going?
0: Amonra St. Brown, I love you, sir, because <laughs> my final shot is a shout-out to me, fantasy football champion. Let's go 2021, 2022 season. Your boy, best team all season long, eleven and three, outscoring every damn team by over 130 points in the whole season. Fantasy championship starts off. I'm going up against Jamar Chase. Things are looking fucking terrible. I'm projected to lose 150 to 120. Things aren't going to be great, but a meaningless game between Seattle and Detroit produces Richard Penny, who has 170 yards and two touchdowns, and Amon Ross St. Brown, who had over 120 total yards and two touchdowns. Giving your boy a chance heading into the Sunday night game. Down by one. Devonte Adams on my side. But I got Aaron Rodgers throwing to Devontae Adams while I'm going up against Justin Jefferson, who has Sean Minion throwing to him. So needless to say, dominated that matchup, got myself the victory. Uh, so felt good. Felt good. It was a nice Sunday and a nice cleanup of the league. I've been kicking that ass on all season.
1: Very nicely done. Uh, well, mine is going to go to the big 12 and our, and and the way that most of our football teams have been performing in this bowl season. Uh, Mm. Baylor, Baylor knocking off old miss Oklahoma state knocking off Notre Dame, Texas tech, obviously knocking off Mississippi state, uh, Kansas state knocking off LSU big time there last night, I believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was last night. Uh, So not only did the Big 12 perform really well in this bowl season, but we clean swept the SEC 3-0, I believe, uh, in Big 12 versus SEC matchups. Kind of fun to see. Kind of cool to see it. I mean, it was a bunch of middle-tier teams from both sides, I think, on most of those matchups. But still love to watch it. Well, except for the Baylor-Old Miss game. But uh, it's just kind of cool to see us Basically dominate the SEC. Uh Baylor dominating Old Miss twenty not dominating, but you know, tripling their yeah. score and holding them to only seven <laughs> points. Uh us us beating the, the the breaks off of Mississippi State and then Kansas State over doubling the score forty-two to twenty on LSU. So it's just kind of cool because, you know, you, you got the SEC guys who are always or SEC fanatics that are always like, Oh, you know, we are the we are the the SEC, blah, 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 blah. And so just kind of good to see Big 12 kind of demand that respect back on the field. And I know it's only bowl games and players sit and there's people going to the draft and all that, but record-wise, head-to-head, i love to see it. But that's my final shot.
2: Quick cut-in. Go for Uh, it. Antonio Brown just released a statement of his side of the story and what happened. Ooh. Very well typed up because his attorney did it. Yeah, of course. (laughs) But as you could probably expect, this was because of injury. He didn't want to go back in the game, which he did have an ankle injury for the last like six weeks. So that's very well known, very well documented. Said he couldn't withstand the pain anymore. uh, He couldn't make football plays on that kind of injured ankle. Didn't want to hurt it anymore. Um, his coach didn't like that answer and want him to play hurt and further hurt his career, blah, blah, blah. And he's basically saying they want him to play hurt and we're not listening to him. And he's saying he was cut on the sidelines basically by his coach. Um, so that's all probably also why the Bucs didn't technically release him yet because they knew there might be something else coming of this. So this will be an ongoing –
1: For the next week, I bet. Oh yeah, gotta love the AB show. It's just as soon as he got a big head in 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 freaking Pittsburgh, it's just been just a a fucking clown show. Uh, I'm I'm over (laughs) it. Good receiver, but not worth the drama for anybody. Um, so last part here, I guess, is just uh just the wrap up here. Make sure. Uh, that you do, just do, do hit us with that follow on Spotify on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating on both. Drop the review on the iTunes. Definitely always appreciate that. Hit us up on all social media pages at tailgate underscore talks. If you want to hit, find us personally, Dustin at DustinMember22, Brooks at Calvin B. Barrett, and me at Blancor, the L is a one. And uh, Pod at gmail.com is the email if you need to reach out to us for any reason. But that does wrap up this episode. We'll be back a little bit later if you're listening live. To give our take on the Iowa State versus Texas Tech game for Club Red. So hang around or check out your Facebook notifications to be notified about when we go live to talk about that. Uh, But until then, uh, we'll catch y'all next week. And as always, Brooks.
0: Catch y'all at the next tailgate.
1: Peace.